Back up, please. Hello and welcome to Indicast episode number 246. I'm your host Aditya and along with me I have Abhishek. From a reasonably chilly Thane or Mumbai weather, 23 degrees Celsius, unlike oh, most of the oh, year. Oh. Not bad. We, yeah. You must be freezing. It was, <laughs> yes. it was something like with wind chill, it was minus three wow. in Toronto. I got two full full sleeved uh, t-shirts the other day to wear them in the winters. Did you? Did you really? <laughs> My folks forced me to ask. Beta sweater kind of. Or beta is right behind getting ready to go to school. That morning routine of, ah, shishi kara. And uh, oh my god, kara. So that is going on. Anyway, if some of that comes in to the podcast, listeners, forgive us. Forgive me, rather. So what do yeah, we have? Yeah. What do we have? We have. Uh, we are going to talk about three topics. Uh, the first one is about the recently rescued mining workers in Uttarakhand. Yeah, and they were stuck in there for seventeen days. It happened on November 12th when the tunnel collapsed and were thankfully rescued. You are all the way there in Toronto, but uh, this news was in the papers almost, almost nay. It was there every day. Uh, although at the start, uh, you had Diwali, you had the World Cup. So it wasn't getting enough coverage as much as those two events did. But then the media slowly caught on. 41 workers, 17 days. Imagine inside a tunnel where you could just walk around for a couple of kilometers at best. And finally it happened. Uh, The first guy who was evacuated, he was a short man, wore a dark grey winter jacket and a yellow hard hat is what uh, was reported. And he was... You know, garlanded, the the typical Indian... Yeah, everyone uh, was garlanded. Everyone, right? everyone was garlanded, everyone yeah. Was. Yeah, and just FYI, there were, there were a significant number of people who died in one of the, a similar incident that happened in 2019, right, where a tunnel collapsed and none of them survived. So they were just hoping that that is not the case this time. And it, thankfully, that did not happen. By the way, just to give a little bit more background, and you mentioned about Toronto... It made it to the front page in Globe and Mail, which is like, what can I compare it to? Which is like New York Times of Canada. So what happened? Silkiara Bend to Barcoat Tunnel. There is a tunnel out there. And remember, this may, a few episodes ago, we had spoken about how the soil in Uttarakhand is sinking. You know, 250 odd people who had to be evacuated from the town of Joshimat. It is in the same area where this thing happened. This is part of the tunnel was part of the of connecting the Chardham pilgrimage program and it which is basically connecting four Hindu pilgrimage sites. And one of the tunnels this time it gave way. It was nearly two hundred meters of the four and a half kilometer long tunnel, which is long four and a half in caved in Boleto Pura Giri Gaya and people were stuck in there. The challenge here was that it was so difficult to rescue them because of the debris fell or when the tunnel collapsed, there was like a lorry in there. There were cranes in there. The entire concrete fell in there. So when they went back to drill it again to create a hole, this three feet hole, the drills started breaking after a few days. 
is because and now initially i thought yeah india we they can't even get a good drill it was not that it was because the drill is meant to drill rocks or through mud but here there was a freaking lorry in there yeah so that's what they were trying to explain people the yeah. complexity of this yeah, and yeah. finally they had to rely on rat miners uh, the second drill broke only when the last 15 meters i believe were left to rescue them but why don't you tell us what rat mining is until the rat miners as you said until those guys rescued uh, the men they were being given food uh, water oxygen medicines light i think there were psychologists up there they also got their family to speak to them so that they are kept in their right they have their wits about themselves for all we know there might have been a leader down there trying to motivate them because during these times uh, where you are physically fit but claustrophobic you could just go nuts man imagine just being stuck yeah. in a lift for half an hour it's not uh, pretty at all and these guys were in there for days together with uh, uh, no sunlight uh, with uh, barely enough food to you know uh, enough calories to take them and and with not knowing whether they would be out series of snags as uh, reuters reported there is a very long article talking about all the options yeah, that I- they you know undertook but yeah the rat miners uh, all the government agencies they said okay let's turn to them and these are the folks who drill through the rocks and gravel by hand literally by hand from inside a small tiny or narrow uh, evacuation pipe and that needs to be pushed through debris all through the bottom and uh, it's it's controversial it's hazardous it is probably illegal it is illegal rather not probably it is illegal yeah, because it is illegal yeah in 2014 they made it illegal it was earlier used in coal mines etc but after after the government sort of nationalized coal mining they they put an end to this 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 method because as you said it was it was meant to be used in these local mines and by the way they say that it still happens unofficially where kids are asked to go down so that they can you know they can bring in coal seams is what they call it they they think so either they they employ kids or they employ short and thin men to go right? and in 2014 they they made it illegal and however they brought them back this time so it was a mechanical drill they worked in in teams of 3 at a time where one person would drill the other person would you know rake the rake the debris and then the third person would take it, take the debris out and this was sort of they did this through uh, there were two teams that did it in shifts and got them out and it was the way it also happened they had t- they had they had done a 3 feet wide tunnel so that a stretcher could be fit on it and then people would get onto it and then they would get pulled out they were all fit and fine apparently and yeah they had put in as you were saying they were they had put in an endoscopic camera and people were talking uh and now 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 they are talking about how to there might be ptsd support that might be required for these people etc there were 41 ambulances on waiting for them they were they had prepared for the worst um uh, so 41 bed uh, hospital makeshift hospital was set up and all those sort of things thankfully all of them are uh, safe and sound after what would have been a terrible ordeal for them and uh, the government for its part uh, 
has now announced or uh, declared uh, audits for 29 tunnels that are in the area because of the fact that they are all geologically not... Uh, you know, you remember when we had been to Ladakh uh, at that time, uh, roads were still being bored through mountains. This was in 2009. Oh, yeah. Where uh, the... And it, it wasn't... Uh, it, it's not the easiest job in the world <laughs> to bore roads through mountains. And there the tagline on the... Or the road signs, one of them were difficult will happen, impossible will take time. That was take the uh, uh, army's uh, or other, you know, border road. Border road organization. Yeah, their, their motos. Yeah. There is a lot of criticism that has come about as well that to reduce what? It was an hour or was it 20 minutes of uh, time to get to the shrine you are trying to dig through. So some of those chapters will be reopened. The National Highways Authority of India has announced that, you know, we need to be auditing some 29 tunnels built across India, by the way. Yeah, and surprisingly, there is no exit for this, emergency exit for tunnels. So if something like this happens in the future, what, what happens? Especially if it is, you know, vehicles are in there. Anyways, so from the deep mines or the deep tunnels, let's go out to the completely opposite thing, which is outside of Earth's orbit, in fact, this time. After Chandrayaan, um, ISRO launched Aditya L1 Solar Observatory, this instrument, uh, which is meant to study the sun. Which, this is India's first sun studying observatory. It was launched in September, if I'm not wrong, and has started sending back images now. On 8th December, it sent out the first set of images of the sun. And it's interesting. First of all, it's working. And this is, by the way, the 22nd mission. Uh, the, these missions have been planned by US, Germany, Europe. This is the first time that India has taken a, given it a shot. That is, ISRO has given it a shot. Did you know that the first time that they pitched this, a budget of three crores was assigned to it? And then they expanded the scope of it and to make it 360 crore. And finally, they, they launched it now. One of the payloads is named... SUIT suit, which is short for Solar Ultraviolet Imaging Telescope. And what the job of this particular payload is just to take pictures. That's about it. And pictures that, that it sent back this time that ISRO has tweeted out, uh, or what do you call it? X out. Posted on X, X out, is a few sunspot. There is something called a solar plage as well. And that there are some silent and in inactive areas on the sun. Huh. And this uh, is uh, around 15 lakh kilometers from Earth only. So it's India's inaugural space mission uh, to study the sun. And ISRO has been, uh, you know, going places in the last few years, right? Because uh, with Chandrayaan-3, uh, did you know that Chandrayaan-3 was the most Google term in India in 2023 and the ninth most in the whole world? Uh, oh, I mean, really? in, in, in the world, yeah. And it's like, in, the, in, in, this is India scale. India, right? Yeah, India scale. <laughs> and we are also now tying up with uh, Japan to explore the dark side of the moon. Or in uh, scientific terms, Ooh. it is said that the side which is facing away from Earth. And uh, the, the whole idea is to confirm the presence of water in the polar regions of the moon. Because why? Because if you find water uh, in all those areas, then you could use that as an energy source whenever humans go up there again, whenever it is that we do, any country that might do that, 
all countries, many countries rather, are very aggressively trying to get their folks up there. I think NASA is planning to send astronauts around the moon again. In November next year, It is uh, NASA is tentatively scheduled, is what is being reported, uh, to launch Artemis 2, which will send astronauts around the moon. Uh, Russia failed with its Luna 25 mission. Uh, China wants to collect the first ever samples from the far side of the moon and bring them back to Earth in 2024. So suddenly, moon is becoming a hot property like it was in the late 60s Again. or during the Cold uh, War at the time. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay, trivia for you. Why is it named L1? What does L1 stand for? No idea at all. This is a, a bad time to uh, guess. <laughs> bad time to guess. It is, it is known as L1 orbit. This, there is this point in space which is approximately, as you said, a million miles away, which is from Earth, from this place, the probe can observe the sun continuously and at the same time remain stable without using a lot of fuel, minimal fuel and requiring just a few orbital maneuvers. So it's interesting how this orbit goes, gets into the place and you should go onto the Wikipedia page and you should see that the first time it went around Earth uh, to escape, it has to escape Earth's gravity. So it keeps going around and every time it makes a circle, it grows elliptically, it goes farther. And then there comes a point when you escape the gravity and the thing basically gets flung far, far away. And that's how, and then it has made this trajectory and then it is going to come down to L1 where the temperatures are not that crazy. It's still, it's not going to burn out. The other missions that US has done in the past has gone further out to take photos from or closer. But this time India is just saying, baby steps. See where we have come. I mean, you remember the f whenever India would launch something growing up in school, the default image was that of, do you remember that image used by many newspapers of a rocket being carried on a bicycle? Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. yep, yeah. Yep. So from there, yeah. and we would also ferry satellites on bullock carts once upon a time, you know, to get it to the main, uh, yeah. you know, the landing site. From there to here, the whole history of uh, ISRO is quite interesting and it's the world's sixth largest space agency. So it's no longer a tiddler. And uh, just like, you know, folk, uh, companies like Apple, Microsoft, Google and everyone, they started in a garage. Vikram Sarabhai started this uh, in the garage of his home in Ahmedabad back in 1969 on August 15th uh, and when did crazy right when when was that when did Neil Armstrong what was the date 76 69 69 but when was it uh, what was the date I just figured out that you, if you say 20... something very confidently people buy it <laughs> 20th July 1969 is when Neil Armstrong landed on the moon uh, very very fine grained as you get close to it it's and a month later it was at the time called Indian National Committee for Space Research. Over the years, ISRO has figured out a way to do things that uh, 
you know, one-tenth of the cost of what, let's say, a NASA might do. Although now with Elon Musk coming in, things are getting cheaper with the kinds of things that he's doing. But it was in 2014 when Modi had quipped that when, when we uh, put the first unmanned spacecraft spacecraft in the orbit uh, of Mars, uh, it, it cost some $74 million. It was cheaper than the budget for gravity. I th- I'm not sure if he spoke about it once. So it's because we've got shorter development cycles. So sprints uh, in IT, the closest that we can, uh, I can relate to. We, skilled labor is uh, not as high uh, in terms of uh, cost. And uh, the components are also locally sourced. And our budget is not that great. Uh, I've, I mean, it was just $1.6 billion. And in 2017... Really? Yeah, this was in 2019, the figure. And in 2017, we had launched some 104 satellites. It belonged to seven countries on a single rocket. So it was a world record. So small satellite launch vehicle, that's the market that that India is gunning for. And it's basically to put small satellite constellations in lower Earth orbit. Then you've got a lot of competition there, like SpaceX, for instance, with its... uh, uh, What is it? Falcon 9 rocket, yeah. So they've yeah. got down the cost of launching payloads to as low as $2,700 per kg. It might go to $10 as well. And even that, the way ISRO makes money, uh, what happens if with all these launches of different countries that piggyback on our you know, rocket to put their satellites up there. So all that money goes into the Department of Space, uh, space balance sheet. And uh, from there... Uh, there is one more entity called New Space India Limited. It was formed in 2019. So it takes care of all those commercial activities. You buy ready-made assets and you know services from ISRO. And then that money goes back to the DOS, that is the Department of Science. Ka, and then it in turn funds ISRO. So in that sense, uh, it became a profitable outfit in uh, 2022 with 342.9 crore rupees of uh, profit. So you talked about... The oh. budget budget increasing at the beginning, uh, how it you know yeah. multifold. So then it's making money, and the revenue also has gone up from 321 crores uh, in uh, FY20 during that COVID period to 1731 uh, in uh, FY22. Absolutely, I have some trivia about the sun. Ah. How old is the sun? This is like I was telling my one year old, so I thought <laughs> you might also find it interesting. One. It One is, million. It, yeah. Hold on, no. Before you embarrass yourself, yeah, let me yeah. answer. Okay, it is 4.6 billion years old. <laughs> I was off okay, by so a factor of uh, 500,000. 500, yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. It is, of course, it is the largest object. But how big it, is it really compared to the Earth? It is 109 times Earth's diameter. Oh. 1 million Earths can fit inside the sun. I think I should stop answering. Just for... The reason reason is, imagine imagine this, okay? This is, we are putting ourselves out there. Uh, There will be potential recruiters uh, who will be, you know, let's say one of them listens to it. And they said, wait, this we don't want such a person on our team, man. Oh my God. Oh my God. All right. How hot is the sun's surface? Very hot. Very hot. I'll leave it at that. Very hot. Okay, very hot. Very hot. (laughs) Overall, it is like 5,500 degrees Celsius. But in some parts, Hmm. it goes to 15 million Celsius. And the core, it is 15 million. All right. Anyways, let's move on from these these, uh, sort of serious to uh, a little bit of a fun topic Hmm. where in India... 
the international clown festival was being held and um, there were nine clowns from all over the world traveling and putting out their clowning skills yeah. on display yes the international crown festival that uh, happened only in october the ninth edition it clowns from germany america singapore italy canada they are all and even canada uh, yeah they all descended to india there were some um, performances in mumbai as well which i found unfortunately belatedly it's serious for those who take it seriously there is a course in clownology uh, is what i read one of them had done yeah. it from the university of lacrosse uh, and you talked to told me about a friend of yours or someone you know who wanted to yeah, grow up is, to be a clown or something what was that about yeah it is it is serious toronto has clown schools did you know university of Su- southern california uh-huh. usc which is like this prestigious university it has a clown course wow. and they use it in different they have different programs under clowning as well so there is one stream of specialization which is called medical clowning so all that they do is go into hospitals and keep them cheerful it can be in various departments and that is treated as a form of therapy it's not just what we see it's not just a, a person you know juggling and juggling with a big big red nose they take it very differently right these are like first class degrees and and programs that are carried out here the most difficult thing is to make people laugh and they approach it as it were an art there is india's uh, tulsidas choudhury he's 77 and he's been with uh, what they call the great bombay circus for 63 years so he's among those that community who takes it seriously so there is a short video i think it was by the hindu he's, he's a short man and every morning he gets up he puts on his uh, makeup uh, by himself and uh, he was born in bihar and he joined when he was only 13 because he was a dwarf to escape all the jeering and uh, uh, bullying he said let me just uh, get into it and he he had senior clowns at a time when circus was still serious when i think during our parents generation not so much even ours when we were kids they yeah. taught him how to make those facial expressions makeup performing and it's a tough one i remember my first time it took a while for the clown at the time to get into the groove and make people laugh because it's hard work now the yeah. difference between clown joker i'm not sure there will be a proper people might get offended oh that's not a clown that's a joker etc the whole he he would beat himself up for getting people to laugh so it's it's hard work uh, and i think he was on a trapeze yeah. and making all sorts so you're you're to act while you're in mid air terrified you know fall down do different expressions so it's it's an act and it's a tough one yeah and yeah. just like you were saying clowning is not just about because there is miming as well so there are different things that you have to do one is where the clown speaks and makes you laugh the other one is expression the third one is skills so a clown in they were talking about a clown in europe has a very different definition where they are acrobatic so they are dressed up they they juggle and do all those sort of things but they are acrobats and yeah it goes way back in terms of clown they were introduced first in 2400 bc they were back then they were known as jesters court jesters and they were introduced to break the monotony and serious topics that were discussed in the king's court they would be employed by kings and queens to provide comedic relief during during these affairs as such which is when 
which is similar to akbar bilbal types that is also so 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 that is the analogy yes yes and even uh, in ancient ancient rome the clown uh, was called stupidus in china as well so at the time he was the only guy who was allowed to take a dig at the emperor and he did yeah. that so there was one clown called uc y u s z e and legend has it that he was the only guy who could poke holes in emperor kin shin yuan's plan to paint the great wall of china so he was the only guy who was like pagal ho gaya or whatever i mean he this guy is out there to do something ludicrous and i thought i was the only one so those kinds of yeah yeah and in many times these they were because they were employed by the kings and the kings did not actually get honest feedback from people because they would just say whatever the kings want right yes sir yes sir you, they would get the jesters to say what the king uh, again, you know in, in contradiction to the king and the king would then notice what sort of a reaction does that comment get and then make and then try to see whether which way is public opinion they were supposed to also say things that were counter to what kings were saying and bring in some sort of a balance and things like that so interesting stuff right why do clowns have white faces Ah please enlighten me because way back when the lighting in theaters was not very good it was very difficult to make out the facial expressions mm. whether they sides have so they would put on white makeup near the lips etc they would have a different color what is the fear of clowns called ah i think i know that it is uh, fear coulrophobia ka- Yeah. Oh, I saw this. Yeah. That one I knew because I did not know that. Yeah, I that dude that uh, Dark Knight ka Joker uh, had I seen that uh, uh, Heath Ledger's Joker in real life I would have had that fear. Uh, yeah. <laughs> The way he goes uh, yeah. my father was a drinker. My father was a drinker and a fiend. And one night He goes off crazier than usual. Mommy gets the kitchen knife to defend herself. He doesn't like that. Not one bit. Anyway, so yeah, it's um, I missed that on video. <laughs> they also get a bad rep or a bad rap. How do you what do you say that? Bad reputation. Rap. So, uh yeah, to, yeah, in in 63 McDonald's bought brought out that Ronald McDonald, right? Oh, the yeah. hamburger happy yes. clown. So yeah he's probably so, the most most famous clown i guess right yes in today i think that's clown the only clown. source yeah, yeah. and uh, he's been the brand ambassador since 1963 but in 2011 all those health activists claimed that uh, this yeah. is bad and uh, it's promoting un- unhealthy lifestyle for kids they didn't uh, ditch mcdonald uh, you know mcdonald's but it got a bad reputation clowns can be uh, there was one called john wayne gacy uh he was a very friendly guy hard working guy registered clown at some you know at he entertained kids with the name pogo at various community events but between 1972 and 1978 this is bad he assaulted sexually assaulted and killed more than 35 men in chicago okay. and he told uh, the police at the time you know clowns can get away with murder okay that was his quote and he was arrested he was found guilty of 33 counts of murder he was executed he didn't get away from murder with murder so 1994 so some of the fear 
uh, i wonder if the, you know when, when this might might justified from there there was a, there's a very brilliant article in the it's in smithsonian uh, the science uh, uh, magazine uh, nahi no, that's a very famous one boy reading smithsonian no kya baat hai bhai kya baat hai the uh, first like the, the first ha uh, ha uh, so the, the fear of clowns uh, often starts in childhood is uh, what it stays says and uh, there is a book it's a bible it's called uh, for for such studies diagnostic and statistical manual of mental i thought you said there's a book it's called bible <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's called it's called diagnostic and statistical manual of mental disorders Uh, or, or DSM. So this this is called the Bible for psychologists, apparently. And in the section which talks about fear of clowns, it says it starts normally in children about the age of two. So they get anxious and their minds are still developing. Suddenly they find something, you know, somebody slapping a yeah, white paint. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So same thing with even Mickey Mouse. When we find them, we think kids might find find them amusing. They suddenly get scared because they don't have a yardstick. What just yeah. happened? How did the person have such big hair or head? <laughs> yeah, it's not uh, funny. It is not funny. <laughs> I can clearly see that on your face. It is. You don't find it funny. <laughs> no. So in fact, uh, there was a study that was done in two thousand and eight by University of Sheffield in England, and they surveyed two fifty children. between the ages of 4 and 16 and most of the kids uh, disliked or even feared the images of clowns when really? they showed the clowns yeah oh, how so how come how come mcdonalds is so popular that then? is it. yeah i think uh, what a friendly face a big one he he's plonked as a statue and statues don't move unlike uh, uh, the no, real that, ones that, that's I basically if... mcnuggets mcnuggets is just that good is that if you put it in front of a cloud <laughs> You just love the clown. Yeah. You just, <laughs> just you just like the clown. After that, if yeah. I go, it's, the clown, the clown's okay. The clown's okay. He's clown's eating McNuggets. My mom was telling me about some Marathi or some joke she found on WhatsApp. Dark one because clowns are also they, they have dark <laughs> histories. Eh? She tells me one day that uh, a person is completely depressed. He goes to a psychiatrist and says, "Boss, I, I need help." The psychiatrist hears him out, hears him out, and then he says, "Look, there's this brilliant circus which is in town. You need a break." you go there you you look at the performance of that uh, joker he's just brilliant you'll feel better and he says i am that joker man <laughs> <laughs> so i said man that, um, is, that is yeah anyways on Do that you, note let's wrap this episode huh. up before you log off i do i don't want to end on a dark joke so there's there's a joke where um, yes. you know you have this family days in offices where they yes, encourage yes, you yes. to bring your family so that there is more camaraderie get to know each other diddly squat <laughs> or whatever yeah as if that's uh, uh, yeah <laughs> so you don't want to say a, stop it that's why <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does not happen in your office right no <laughs> no comments so uh, no you know it it will help you bond Uh, yeah. As if the grandfather of my colleague is going to get my deadline through or whatever it is. But so the kid tells his dad he's walking around the boss boss of the whole office and he's got his kid along with him. Maybe a ten year old as old as your kid. He's a smart aleck. This kid of his. So he starts to cry, man. Dad, I don't see any clowns here. You said that you've got clowns working for you. I don't see anyone here. <laughs> <laughs> and on that happy note. Let's bring this episode to an end. Thanks a lot for listening to episode number two hundred and forty-six. We are, as we are saying, we are climbing up on rankings. Apple Podcast put us in one of their top lists yeah. once again. 
so thank you this is as a result of many of you guys sharing out or you know uh, rating our podcast etc so please continue doing that if you haven't done it please rate the podcast with whatever rating that you have and also feel free to share it we are activating our our our, our facebook group as well so we'll be posting if that is where you would prefer to listen to our podcast please join our facebook group just search for the indicast network you will find that join that group we'll accept it and you can listen to it or otherwise you can just download google podcast spotify uh, apple podcast just search for indicast and you will see a pink purplish album art that's us and hit the follow button there to get all the episodes downloaded automatically that's about it from me bye 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 bye